You're listening to Following the Way, a podcast devoted to the examination of Scripture and Christ-centered practices to help us live in devotion to the way of Jesus. Hello, everyone. It's good to have you with us. This week on the podcast, we are looking at some specific scriptures with the intent of asking the question, uh, as we look at these passages from the Gospels, how do these passages inform my understanding of what it means to be an apprentice of Jesus? And this is um, in conjunction with our uh, latest message this past Sunday, following the way of Jesus and learning and seeking to understand what do the gospels show us about being an apprentice to Jesus. And so today we are in Mark 10, And I want to read a few verses here uh, of an encounter that Jesus has with a guy that we know of as the rich young man. And so it begins in Mark 10, verses uh, 17. And as he was setting out on his journey, a man ran up and knelt before him and asked him, Good teacher, what must I do to inherit eternal life? And Jesus said to him, Why do you call me good? No one is good except God alone. You know the commandments. Do not murder. Do not commit adultery. Do not steal. Do not bear false witness. Do not defraud. Honor your father and mother. And he said to him, Teacher, all these I have kept from my youth. And Jesus, looking at him, loved him and said to him, You lack one thing. Go, Sell all that you have and give to the poor and you will have treasure in heaven and come follow me. Disheartened by the saying, he went away sorrowful for he had great possessions. So this rich young man that we encounter here with Jesus, he seems to be someone who I would uh, refer to as a list checker, and and in that way, I can I can identify with him. I can actually um, I can emphasize with that about him. Someone who who likes accomplishment and knows that they've met the mark. Again, I can identify with that, and probably some of you can as well. And he wants to know that I've done enough, that I'm good enough, that I'm worthy enough, that I meet the mark, that. I I am accepted and he wants to be accepted. I want to have value. I want to be loved. And that is the longing of every human soul. We want to be accepted. We want to have value. We want to be loved. And so when this rich young man comes to Jesus, there's the question that he's asking him, how may I have eternal life? What must I do to inherit it? His question holds so much underneath. And he calls Jesus the good teacher. And Jesus asks him, why, why do you call me good? Oh, only God alone is, is good. And Jesus is asking him in that. He's saying, how do you see me? Jesus wants to get underneath you. Are, are you just looking for a piece of advice that you may or may not receive? Or are you ready to receive that what I'm going to say to you as having authority. Because Jesus knew that how he was about to frame the issue or reframe the issue, if you will, would be challenging. And and I wonder if that's one of the reasons why Jesus came at it like he did. And he said, you know the commandments. 
Now, interestingly, Jesus doesn't recite all the commandments. So that in itself maybe gives us a clue that yet there's certain commandments that Jesus listed that he knew this man had kept. But he says, he's saying to him, you're, you're an individual who values moral, ethical behavior. You are, on from the outside, looking at him, He, you're a good person. And so, Jesus looks at these commandments and Jesus, uh, or, or I should say, look at the commandments here that Jesus lists and what he attributes to this man. They're, he's honorable. He's trustworthy. He's, he's honest. He's respectful. And so, all of these commandments... When you look at them, the things that he's kept, they're quite the list, actually, when you begin to think through them. And he, he says, all these, Jesus, I've kept from my youth. These, these have shaped him into the person who is looked at with regard and respect. Is this not, when you look at it, the kid that every parent would probably admit they kind of want? Like, look at the ideals that this guy keeps. And so after he says this, he says, I... I've kept all of these, says that Jesus looked at him and loved him. And I think that it says that, that there's that specific note because Jesus saw his need. Jesus saw the external behavior and the image that looked impressive, but he also saw into his heart and he saw the real need. And he said, you lack one thing. Now, what, what is that one thing that Jesus is getting at? Because he gives him a clear action, but Jesus also he's, he's begins by saying, you lack one thing. So is it is it treasure in heaven that he's lacking? That where Jesus says that that you know if you go and you sell everything, you're gonna have treasure in heaven. So is it that is that what he's lacking? Or is it perhaps the willingness to follow Jesus above all else? That that he has to get rid of the thing that is keeping him from the one thing he lacks, and that is he the willingness to let go. But Jesus gave him a clear action. Jesus actually, when you look at it, he responded following the man's own ideology. He's saying, if if you think you can find fulfillment and salvation through doing enough, then you've got to follow it all the way through. If, if, if you are basing your life on the commandments and keeping the commandments to the letter of the law, then you've got to follow that all the way through. Now, we know that the Apostle Paul even said that, that that's impossible, that, that the law, it's impossible, we know this, to gain salvation through that. But Jesus is, is going along with the, the ideology that this guy's coming to him with. And so he says, you know, you've got to follow it all the way through. You've got to sell everything you have. You've got to let it go. Give up all your security and everything you've attained. You've got to pay it forward into eternity, if you will, and then come and follow me. Now, this revealed the problem at the core of this man. And notice when Jesus, when, when, they, when he initially has the conversation with him, Jesus doesn't list the commandment about idolatry. He does some others, but not idolatry. And, and the core problem for this man was he loved his money and his possessions more than God. At the core, he was an idolater. 
He put money and success first. He had great possessions. He was successful. He was accomplished. He had achieved much. This, in the world's eyes, in, in many around him, he would have been seen as just an amazing success story. Yes, in the eyes of man. But this was a hindrance to his desire to follow the way of Jesus. This held him. This restricted him. This kept him from what he really needed. And what he really needed was Jesus. Jesus saw that. and Jesus loved him. He had, this man, he had climbed to the top of the ladder of success only to find his ladder leaned against the wrong building. That's what David Guzik says in his commentary of this. He had gotten all the way to, to the top, but then he found out that it was the wrong building that he had been leaning against the whole time. Now, maybe we read this encounter and we go, okay, so is this what we need to do as well? Do I got to sell everything? Well, maybe, maybe not. This was a specific application for this man, but it also has application for us. What is Jesus saying to us? And does anything in our lives hinder us from following the way of Jesus? If there's anything in our lives that hinders us from following the way of Jesus, then the answer is yes. Then we need to do something about that. It's not okay to let that linger and to let it sit and to disregard it and say, ah, it's not that important. If it hinders us from following Jesus and everything he has for us, then we need to deal with it. This is why for every one of us, this is true because, which is why we can never do enough or be good enough or virtuous enough to earn eternal life. See, the point of all this is that we can never do enough. There's, there's, we can never hit the mark just enough or, or rightly enough or, or do enough. We need Jesus. And so the question that it, it puts before me is, and before us is, do I want Jesus and do I want to follow his way more than other things in my life? What is hindering me? Where is Jesus speaking to me about surrender to his way? Where is Jesus wanting to reveal things to me? And this can be progressive. This can be where he will reveal things to us now. And down the road, there may be something else that he reveals to us as we're in fellowship with him and as we're growing in discipleship, apprenticeship to his way. But this is really helpful for us because it does put forth a very important question for us. Am I willing to let it all go? Am I, am I willing to, to give it all? Am I, can I let it all go? Can I give it all for Jesus? Is there anything in my life that is hindering me that I need to release to Jesus? And that's very good for us. It's, it's really important for us to assess ourselves and to assess our lives and be listening to Jesus. And as he reveals that to us, to not do what the rich young man here in this encounter did. Because it's tragic what happened. Because it says that he, he was disheartened. 
by what Jesus said to him. He didn't accept it. He didn't receive it. He, he, he was like, no, it's too much. And it says he went away, away sorrowful. He went away in sorrow. He didn't, he, he actually rejected the joy. He rejected the life that Jesus was offering him, the promise of eternal life. He rejected it. And he rejected it, it says, because he had great possessions. Tragic, 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 a, a tragic encounter. And so, we can learn from this. And as Jesus reveals things to us, our response can be different. Our response can be, yes, Jesus, with the help of the Holy Spirit, I want to let this go. I want to get rid of those things in my life that are hindering my relationship with you. May you be blessed as you meet with the Lord and as you put this before the Lord. And may you grow as you seek to follow his way. We will see you once again.